Okay, let's get started. Hey horror freaks, I'm Amanda and welcome back to Confessions of a Horror Freak, the podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be giving you my full review with spoilers of the latest A24 horror movie X. This movie just hit theaters last week, but today I'm going to be bringing you my full review, like I said, with spoilers. If you don't want the spoilers, just to see my general opinion and if this was worth it, on the description you're going to find a link that is going to lead you to my spoiler review. If you already watched it or just want to know all the juicy details of this movie, then keep on listening. Now, something that I have said a few times already is that this was, for me, one of the most expected horror movies. I know that for some other people too, but next to Scream, and Halloween ends, this one was the one that I was expecting and I was really excited about this one and it didn't disappoint. Like you could be thinking it was bad, no. If you have read or heard something about this movie and it was like a good critic or something, believe them because it's true. The movie is really good, it's weird but in a good sense. The official plot of the movie is that on 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. Now the film is directed by T. West, and we have Jenna Ortega once again. Um, just a disclaimer, if you're thinking that she's the final girl, she's not, but she still delivers a really good scene and sequence and a really good performance as always, I mean this girl, the whole cast in general, the reality, um, I think that they did such a really good job with the characters, the characters all were written, feel able to know them, like we know enough of them, I think that they did a really good job with the characters and like I said, the acting is really, really good. We also have Brittany Snow, who probably you have seen in movies like John Tucker Must Die or Pitch Perfect, any horror in the remake of Prom Night. I know that this movie is not precisely a good one, but she appears there also. And she actually sings at some point of the movie. A really good song, actually. So the film basically starts with the sheriff arriving to the house and the farm. Um, the trailer, they don't give away much, the reality. So that's something that I want to say real quick. If you watch the trailer and you think that you saw too much, not really. You're going to be fine. But something that the trailer, it's that kind of tricks you to think that the movie is going to go one way but goes another at least on the motives of why they're being chased and killed if you understand so basically we have the sheriff arriving to the crime scene of course we know that that is going to happen and then we quickly go 24 hours earlier and this is when you have the introduction of the main character of the film is Maxine. She is the fiance of the executive producer of what is going to be the adult film that they're going to be making. And she do drugs throughout the movie a few times, but she's excited about this because she's a star. Like she says to herself, watching into the mirror, like you're a star, you're a sex symbol, like giving motivation to herself. But you know that she has some battles on the inside, but you don't know what type of battles or something on the right end like clicks everything together is really subtle it's not that they say you like completely but you're going to understand it but of course i'm not going to be giving you until the end so we have the introduction of her fiance that is swain and we have her 
basically partner on the movie that is Jackson and Brittany Snow character that is Bobby. Anna Ortega is Lorraine, she is part of the crew because her boyfriend is the one that is filming the movie, that is RJ. So we saw them all together on the van on their way to the house. Now the movie has some really Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes for obvious reasons. The time that is said, the place, and also we have a gas station scene, the fact that they are on a van, they are on the middle of nowhere in the house. And even some shots of the house, because at some point they enter the house of the elderly couple, the way even the stairs are placed, the camera, everything kind of resembles a little bit to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course, kind of serve as a homage, and at some point you're, you're even thinking, this is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. So we have them on their way and all the time they are like near to a tv the only thing that it's on the tv is this press talking about centers and like sexual liberation that type of stuff but in a bad way and like he's giving a speech on the church and people like hallelujah amen that type of thing you're probably thinking that why the hell they're putting this on tv every single time they are near a tv but this has a specific reason that is not revealed until the last minute and like i told you everything clicks so well like i left the movie theater with clear mind i understood everything maybe some people will take a little bit more to understand since things they don't get too explicit but you will understand them so i really like it about the film so something that i want to say is that the movie like i said is one hour and 30 minutes and it takes a while to get into the horror elements because the whole time at least the first 45 minutes we don't see nothing horrific just the old woman like staring and like her behavior is a little bit weird but rather than that we don't really see much horror until the mark of 45 minutes and everything happens because after they basically are almost done with the filming of the movie of course we see what they're filming how they are filming of course we they are kind of celebrating the fact that they are almost done and Lorraine she is like she's I wouldn't call it a prude but definitely she's a Christian girl of course she is not into this type of dynamic um as the actresses on the movie so she's asking like do you feel okay with watching your girlfriend having sex on camera with another guy of course she's asking this to Wayne since Maxine is his fiance and she appears on the film and he's like no and they start giving this speech of how to them they don't feel ashamed of liking sex they feel like sex is just nothing that is not love that is work this is a type of conversation that it can be pretty real something that has been talked before so this is not like unrealistic thing like some people in this work industry they think like this and they think that for them if their partner is doing this it's nothing wrong and they are okay with this of course not everyone it is but this was a pretty real conversation of how these people think but i'm not saying this on a bad way like it's just the real thing of how they think and how they work and she is like well i want to win the movie and her boyfriend freaks out because he doesn't think the same as wayne so she ends up doing the movie um 
we never see her actual scene. Um, we don't see Jenna Ortega doing nothing. We just, just implied that the scene is going to start. We don't see her nude or anything. And basically cuts. And then we have her boyfriend being really upset. So RJ basically leaves in the middle of the night. And when he's about to leave, the old woman appears. And this is when the horror kind of starts. And he gets out of the van and she kind of gets close to him and like in a sexual kind of way but of course he's not into that so she stops him and kills him so this is when the horror starts because Lorraine she realizes that RJ is not on the bed she wakes kind of wakes up Wayne and they start both looking Wayne gets killed and Lorraine basically gets on the basement of the house and gets locked by the old man so this is when we are seeing the real intentions of them. It takes a little bit to realize why they are doing this. Um, they start killing the others by one by one. And basically the whole reason it's when Lorraine is on the basement, she it's like with a flashlight and she sees this man. It's not RJ. And he's hanging from the ceiling and he has no clothing and this is a really good scene for her like she's really scared and then she gives this amazing scream like this girl i will never shut up about it she has the potential of being such a good scream queen like she belongs to horror that's all i can say so although she dies on the film i think that she did a really good job and i think that her part was done right and they gave her the right scenes like she delivered like she did a really good scene so the main reason and the whole thing behind this is that the couple the old woman she's kind of having some troubles with the realization that she sh she's old maybe she's not beautiful as before so she's looking for her validation in sex but her husband can give her that because at the point she's like going to him and she and he's like you know i can do this my heart will not take it so what they do is basically they will bring guests and if they have to kill a few of them they will they will get one that her that she will choose to use as a sex I wouldn't call it sex slave, but kind of is. Um, they don't really get too deep into that, but basically, it's her way of feeling young and beautiful, and kind of having sexual reliefs. And in the, she gets fixated to Maxine, so they kill everybody else, and Maxine is the last one standing. But since the old woman at some point is like, we don't need them, I have you. They start doing it while Maxine is under the bed hiding. So after they are doing it, she's able to run and leave. She gets into the house. She's trying to find the keys of the truck. Um, Rain is still alive at this point, but she dies later. And when the couple appears, she has a gun on her hand. And she's like, where are the keys? And the... Old man dies by a heart attack. Just like he said it will happen. He dies. So we have the last one standings that are the old lady and Maxine. And basically the old lady, she tries to shot her, but she goes backwards and she breaks her hip. So of course she's injured on the outside of the house. Maxine gets the car keys and she leaves. But this is the kicker she lives and we go back to where the sheriff it's on the house it's in the middle of the day and we have the press once again saying 
a phrase that Maxine said as she was leaving and then he show, he shows a picture of his daughter that has gone into the same path and it's Maxine. All this time, the struggle that she's having is the fact that her father is oppressed. She basically, she ran away and left her family by being a sex worker and she is dealing with that but like i said it's like the end you're like what so she's the daughter of the priest that we have been hearing all this time so that's the reason and the old lady dies of course and the thing is that at the end they found the camera and one of the officers says to the sheriff what do you think that is in there and he says well looking by this uh horror movie and he's like no honey you're going to find another thing no it's not a horror movie and it ends and that's basically it um like i said i really 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 enjoyed this now something that i was said when before watching the movie was that the movie was kind of weird and kind of funny and it kind of is like at some points you're going to find yourself maybe laughing or some kind of funny situations but i don't think that it was made on purpose like i don't think that they were thinking i want to make people laugh but rather to just go with the flow and to change things a little bit because it really plays like at some point it's a horror movie and at some point it kind of feels like comedy and they got all mixed together so we have some shots and the way that the scenes are cut they will go like on the switch on and off of the horror so maybe maybe some people will not like this i didn't bother me at all the reality it was something new and something that i really i really like it also i really feel like this movie was made on the 70s like the way that it's filmed how everything looks really good gorgeous shots so i don't really have nothing negative to say about this movie like really i'm still trying up the soundtrack really good the song's choice was really really good and also i read that a prequel has been filmed for this um i don't have much information about that but definitely if a prequel is coming definitely i will be watching that i think that this movie i will give it five out of five because i don't i don't find flaws at least i don't maybe someone else probably would but at least I don't find them. So I think that this one is my first 5 out of 5 of the year. And a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Probably you're wondering why. And like I said, I, I'm not able to find any flaws on this. Because I really enjoyed it. Really much. And it was a really, really good movie. So this one is a must watch. You should watch it. If you are planning on watching it, definitely you should. Or I hope that you have watched it. Because I just spoiled you the whole thing. And it's not going to be the same. Well... I give you the warning. And well, this is all for the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to see you once again on the next one. Bye.